This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacy Poehler. Hey, everybody. We are talking to Thomas Hilton from Priest Restoration. Welcome, Thomas. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Sure, sure. Why don't you start off by telling us about your business? We're a property restoration company. So whenever there's water damage, fire, storm, any type of damage to your home, uh, you you give us a call. We come out, take a look at everything for you, and we get you back to what's called pre-loss condition. It's uh, your home before any of those damages happen to it. Awesome. Sure, sure. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into this? Were you doing something before? Uh, yeah, actually, it was about 14 years ago. Um, honestly, I was just needing money. So I got into the industry as a, a technician, pretty much entry level. Uh, honestly, just as an hourly employee to get some money. Um, I, I needed, I had bills I had to pay. I had children I had to feed. Um, so I, I got into it uh, just to get a paycheck. And not long of me working as a technician, I, I got uh, the company I was working for sent me off to a certification class to where I could get further education in that industry. And after that class, something just clicked for me and I, I wanted to go farther. I wanted to keep going into this industry as deep as I could go. I, I got a, a, a love for it with that education. And I just kept with it until I worked my way up all the way to managing a multi-million dollar restoration company to um, leaving that company and starting my own. Mm-hmm. And where does the name come from, Priest Restoration? So in the certification class I took, the teacher um, went over the original mold remediation protocols that were actually in the, the Christian Bible. Um, it's in the, the book of Leviticus, and it explains that the priest was the person that you would go to if you had mold in your home. Um, back then it was called disease that, cause they didn't know all the science behind everything. Um, but you would call the priest first. And so I figured I would not just be a faith-based company, but also, um, that's, that's from the actual educational background of it too. Wow. No, that, that's, that's amazing. I'm glad I, glad I asked about that. Um, can you talk about any myths or misconceptions that are out there about restoration and remediation? Yeah, most of them, I would say, come from the mold side of things. Um, there are so many myths about mold, and there's something I don't like about the industry I'm in. And another reason I started my own company is the scare tactics that a lot of companies use uh, with mold. It's really easy to scare people and uh, make them think that every type of mold is just some dangerous thing that's going to uh, hurt you and your family. And and then they can put any dollar amount once you're scared, any dollar amount for that work. But there's, there's so many facts and uh, science behind it. There's, there's no federal regulations on it. Um, but that's when I would actually suggest, I usually suggest when it's a very obvious mold issue in your home to have a third party hygienist, which actually knows a lot more about mold than any of the restoration vendors, including myself. And they can actually work hand in hand with us, the contractor, and you to make sure 
you feel safe and also to make sure that the contractor isn't just taking advantage of you because um, there's so many different things you can do with mold and a lot of the different things are right and it's not always the most expensive thing that you have to do to take care of it and sometimes it's not even an issue what would be some of the you know different types of mold and things that you've found over the years well there's like a hundred thousand different types of sport uh spore types mm -hmm. of mold so um i've come into contact with a ton of them okay um i couldn't tell you the names of all of them there's just there's these common spore types or spore types across the world that i probably can't even you know test and get here in georgia um but uh, uh, the popular one that everyone thinks that all mold a lot of people think that whenever you come in contact with mold it's always black mold they just everyone calls it black mold but that spore type is called stachybotrys okay um it is a, a very toxic spore and that's usually when i have a hygienist get involved um or i do special testing to make sure we know that it is 100 percent out of your home and there's just uh that's that's just really a, a one you have to be careful about you need to make sure the remediation protocol is uh written very well and nothing's missed on that job site so I mean, there's just i have a ton of experience with mold and most of the time most of the jobs i actually get on other contractors have blown it out of proportion um, or they just charge way too much to do exactly what needs to be done. It, it, it doesn't require, it's like, it's just how, who is getting paid at that point? Like who's getting paid and how much are they getting paid at that point? So not all mold that is black is black mold. That Correct. Black mold is just a term for one of the spore types right. out of a hundred thousand spore types. And are there any... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, are there any special like circumstances or things that lead to the development of true black mold or it's just. Uh, there's a lot not. of different factors, uh, temperature, humidity, uh, light source, um, moisture, uh, food sources for the spore types to grow off of. Um, it's just really hard. And it's, it's not something you can just look at and say, oh, that's black mold right there. Um, and really. If someone comes in and just says, oh, I know that that's black mold, um, they might have a lot of experience with it, but they can't 100% tell you that until it's tested. Uh, only samples uh, samples need to be taken for you to really know uh, what is in your home. Got it. Got it. Um, have you had any challenges or obstacles since starting the business that you've had to overcome? Um, I'd say... Uh, reputation uh, has not actually been a hard thing. I've already, I already had a good reputation in the industry. Um, that's usually what people try to build. I, uh, I, and I'm actually a consultant for a lot of other restoration companies, including some in Florida, which are actually have really strict rules they have to follow. Um, so reputation wasn't really one hard for me to build. Uh, it, I, I am helping another restoration company build their reputation. And it actually takes a few financial losses sometimes uh just to get the good five-star reviews to build your reputation um but uh, something i've had to figure out is really the right way to pay people you know when i i managed a multi-million dollar restoration company i really felt like a lot of people were underpaid 
Um, now, owning a business, you do see all the costs that go into running the actual business itself from the top level. Um, so there are some reasons why some people just have to get paid less uh, for certain types of work. Also, their experience. Um, so I, I've been paying people a little more than I probably should as a business owner for the business to profit. Um, but we've, we've still done good this year. And, uh, and I am proud of the relationships I've built with not just my customers, but the actual people that I work with. Um, and I've kept, I've, I've tried my best to be a, a fair owner and help them as much as I possibly could. Awesome. I, what do you do for fun when you're not working? Well, me and my wife actually have, uh, six children together and, um, well, six living children. And we, it uh, pretty much takes up all my free time. So I'm usually just doing not fun dad stuff. Uh, when I'm not working, but I, I still enjoy yeah. it. I still enjoy it. Even though it's not, you know, going and playing sports or going to the theater all the time and watching movies. Mm -hmm. um, so where can folks find you? Where can they learn more about priest restoration? Um, I would encourage you to just give me a call. If you're interested in any uh, services that I provide, um, you can go over my website at www.priestrestoration.com. That's P-R-I-E-S-T, priestrestoration.com. My phone number's on there. It's 770-363-0002. Real easy number to remember. Um, now, you don't have to actually have a problem in your home to give me a call. Or if you have questions, I'm always available 24-7. If I don't answer your phone call... I will get right back to you. That means I'm talking to somebody else. Um, a lot of people with a lot of problems call me. Got it. Got it. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Thomas. Yes, ma'am. No problem. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Milton and More. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpmilton.com. That's gnpmilton.com. Or call... 470-664-4930.